Welcome back. It's your boy, Colton McCormack, and I'm the host of the Certified Wrench Podcast. Nothing crazy this weekend, fellas, or women, men, everybody that listens to this fucking podcast. I am burnt the hell out on doing this podcast. Not going to lie to you. I enjoy doing it. I have a lot of fun doing it. Um, But, man, it is just tough for me to sit down and do this every weekend. So I was able to uh, sit down with a buddy. Uh, He has been on the podcast before, but he just recently went through some changes with his career. And I really wanted to get him on because a lot of people were curious. That is Mr. Michael Castro. Um, He worked as a mechanic for a place, we'll just say in Hollywood. Got to work on a lot of cool stuff. Did that for quite a few years, you know. If you uh, missed it, you can go back and find his episode. I can't remember exactly what episode it is. Give it a listen. A lot of cool stories. It was a lot of fun talking to him before, but um, some stuff happened. And, you know, unfortunately, the writer's strike took its toll on his career and ended up changing it up. And it sounds like he's doing pretty good. Um, we do a lot of bullshitting in this episode. And, uh, you know, nothing crazy, like I said. So with that being said, let's go ahead and get into it, guys. Uh, hope you enjoy the episode. Oh, and by the way, I do apologize for the sound quality. There's some feedback. Um, we tried recording a couple different ways. And it wasn't working out. So we ended up just doing the old school FaceTime on the phone. So if you do hear feedback, sorry about that. Nothing I can do. All right. Third time's a charm. Technical difficulties. Uh, SD card not being in the soundboard. Let's see what else we can fuck up today. <sighs> I'm always down to fuck shit up. So, let's try this again. What are you doing now, Mike Castro? And what happened? And let's just get into it. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so, I've been with uh, All American Mobile Repair for the last month or so. Um, small company out of Castaic. It's Sam, aka Caveman433, on Instagram. Uh, his dad is truck number two, and his mom is accounting, so it's a small family business. Um, you know, jokingly, I said, hey, if you buy me a service truck, I'll come run it for you and leave my uh, current employer. And next thing I know, I'm getting um, screenshots of, of uh, Craigslist ads, and he said, I'll buy this truck and put it on that Ram that we have, and we'll be good to go. So that's why I was out of uh, that Ram steak bed for a couple weeks until I got my new truck, which is was just a happy accident. Um, li- literally a happy accident. We were getting ready to pull the stake bed off of it. He sends me a picture, says, would you run this or something like that? I said, yeah, I'd run that. No problem. He says, perfect. It's in Utah. Go pick it up. <laughs> so drove out to Utah, picked it up, drove right back home and moved into it uh, that Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then started working out of it Tuesday or Wednesday, one or the other. That uh, um, that canopy. Love it. Oh, sorry. That canopy deal is badass. Oh, that's on it. Oh, that canopy is fucking amazing. His dad the entire time he was saying, "Oh yeah, he's got this really bitching canopy on there. It's amazing. I hope he leaves it. I hope he leaves it." And next thing I know, I pick it up, and it's got the canopy on it. So I was all excited about it. Hell yeah! So that yeah, I mean, unfortunately, I haven't used it out in the field yet. I've only used it in the driveway, but driveway is good enough for uh, for me for right now. So but, uh, let's talk about what happened. Uh, I'm sure a lot of people are wondering. Um, so I was unhappy for a while. I was looking for other employment opportunities, but I couldn't find anybody that would pay me the same the same amount or pay me the benefits or put me in a truck. Um, so I just kind of dealt with it, and then strike happened, or the uh, WGA strike happened, and got all my overtime cut. Um, and then we had a, I had a whole bunch of other problems happen, um, and got back from vacation, kind of dicked around for a week or so and, you know, made, made it a hundred percent official with Sam and said, fuck it. I, I, I'm leaving in two weeks. Boss was kind of, uh, shocked. He was kind of blown away. And then, um, I mean, there was just a lot of problems over the over the course of the past year, 
or so since the last time we talked. Um, but it just it just got worse and worse and worse. And the and like I said, the WGA strike was just the last nail in the coffin. Um, I I told Sam exactly what I wanted, what I needed, and he said, "No problem, I got it. You 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 can have it." So it's crazy. That's that, that's where we're at now. I apologize, people. The whenever I talk, you can hear some feedback through Mike's phone. This is uh, our last uh, ditch effort here for recording, I guess. So we're gonna just deal with it. it dude, it sounds like dog shit. Oh, does it sound like dog shit on your end? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. You know what we should. You know what we should have done. Oh We should have. Uh, what? Do you have your hand cupped over the bottom of the phone? I don't. It's on the backside. I'm not that dumb. Interesting. Uh, we should have just did a live and then recorded. You want me to bring it up to my mouth like this? <laughs> we should have done a live. Oh, my God. I hate you. <laughs> we should have done a live, like a YouTube live or something, and then just recorded it. People would have dug that shit, but fuck them. Fuck them. Um, I'm not here to please people. That's why I work on trucks. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, as we talked about the first time we recorded this earlier, um, all these assholes that make a ton of money don't think about the smaller guys like you that wrench on stuff and work for the companies and or union. I, I'm sure a lot of people lost their jobs, uh, like, you know, the caterers and janitors and all this shit. Because these assholes wanted more money. So, what I learned during this last strike, or since May, basically, has been there's, you know, you got the people who are, they're, they're called above the line, which are your writers, your actors, your producers, your directors, you know, all of those people. The people you think about when you go and watch a TV show, watch a movie, whatever. And then you got the below the line, which are your Teamsters, um, your IATSE, your your laborers, all those people, and your PAs. Um, you got all of those people that live below the line, and basically the people above the line don't give two shits about the people below the line. That's what I learned. Um, you had our own union turning over call sheets to the WGA to go and protest and picket those, those, uh, those productions and put their own members out of, well, allegedly put their own members out of work and shut down productions and shut down productions here and there. And, you know, I got friends who have been out of work since the first week of May. And we're now, what, second week of of, uh, October, something like that? So that's five months that they've been out of work. And, yeah, everybody's saying, oh, the strike is over, the strike is over. But you only got one strike that's been settled. And, you know, unfortunately, the WGA wanted everybody to stand in solidarity with them. But... They're back out writing now, and they're because they're not technically crossing any picket lines. So they're writing, they're working, they're getting ready for when they go back to work. But you still have the actors who are negotiating their contract. So it, it was just a whole bunch of that. And you know, my boss multiple times said, "Oh, just be happy that you are working. Just be happy that you're working." It's like, yeah, I'm working, but at the same time, you're telling me not to spend any money, not to do this, not to do that. And then you turn around and you spend the same amount of money that I just asked you for on golf carts. Golf carts don't make us money. It's the trucks that make us money. So when my, my whole theory was when everything went back, I wanted every single truck to be 100% ready to go, no problems, no check engine lights, not eating tires, not eating oil change. Go out there, run them, and so that way I didn't have to work hard, well, work as hard as I normally do once everybody went back to work. That that was my theory, and then it was no, don't don't spend money. So, and did yeah. you end up losing your truck towards the end? Like you weren't able to take it home? Yes, yes. So we went on vacation, and I had to park my truck because somebody reported that I was doing side work out of my truck. But it's like I wasn't working on studio equipment. I I wasn't using company equipment i was using my equipment to make money to to bring in extra money that i lost on all my overtime and my overtime money was my stupid money my you know i can i can buy this stupid stuff from for myself i can buy this stupid stuff for my kids 
I can I can splurge. That was what my overtime was for. It's not like I needed it. It's not like I lived off of it. I it was just my extra money, my stupid mo- my fuck you money. That's mm. what it was. Mm. But somebody reported me and he said, "Oh, you know, you got to park your truck." And then a week later is when I gave notice and said, "Fuck this shit. I'm I'm done. I don't need this anymore." Um and fortunately I was able to push out my benefits until uh February 28th, 29th, whatever the last day of February for 2025 is just based on how many hours I had in my bank and how many hours I had currently working because that's how our insurance works. Hmm. Well, that's good, I guess. So you got kind of a, do you have have to pay into that still or you're just using all Um, your PTO that you had? So, like all of my vacation and my holiday and all that stuff was based off of my previous year. So like I went on vacation for a week, week and a half, whatever it was. And I didn't get paid. I had to save the check from 2022 that I got in March and use that for my holiday and my vacation and all of that stuff. So I'll get another check in 2024 for based on however many hours I worked in current year, 2023. So, so it, it's 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 stupid. It's not like, you know, I have three weeks of vacation and I can use to take it whenever I need to and I get paid and I have that on my check and it just reflects as vacation or PTO or whatever it is. I have to I have to use three weeks of vacation. Well, I had to use three weeks of vacation and then I would get a check in March of the following year for the previous year. It, it made absolutely no sense. It's Weird. like Yeah. It, well, that's Hollywood for you. Yeah. Everything is weird. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, I thought this was going to be kind of more juicier, you know, like they were treating you like shit towards the end. Like, how dare you go and work while we're out here picketing and all this so, shit. Yes, there was a lot of that because um, everybody went on, on strike in March or in, uh, May, basically. And there was times where I'd be rolling into a lot to do nothing that was production related. And I'd be getting water bottles thrown at my truck, getting, you know, fuck you, you scab, you're crossing picket lines. It's like, I'm, I'm going through the neutral gate. There is no picket line at this particular gate. It's a neutral gate. And I'm not doing anything production related. I'm, I am a truck mechanic. I'm not a picture car mechanic. I'm not moving piece of equipment for production, nothing like that. But I can't tell you how many names I was called, how many times I ended up on, uh, the the strike war room Facebook page or anything like that, but it's it it just got to the point where it was ridiculous. Um, they made you pull your decals off too, didn't they? I didn't pull my decals off completely because my sister made me these really badass decals. They were shiny, they were reflective. I was proud of them, um, and she did a really good job. So I ended up covering them, and I covered them up for a while, and then. You know, in California, you have to have your DOT number, your CA number, plus a company logo pre- present. So I was kind of in a lose-lose situation. It's like I-, I have to be identifiable. I have to have a DOT number. I have to have all of this stuff, but I also need to cover up my logo. So it, it was lose-lose situation. What the fuck? But yeah, I I technically was covering up my DOT my uh my uh, company name. I'm sorry to all you union guys out there, but y'all are a bunch of fucking bitches. <laughs> you can't cross the fucking picket line because you're trying to make a, you know, make your money so you well, can support your family and shit. And it wasn't only us. It was, it was, you know, the, the Cisco who are also Teamsters and Waste Management who are, I think in Culver City, they were Teamsters also. Uh, don't quote me on that. But there was a whole bunch of outside companies that were doing work on the studio lot that technically couldn't cross picket picket lines because you're not supposed to cross somebody else's picket line if you're currently working. Doesn't matter if it's the same trade or the same industry or whatever it is. You're you're technically not supposed to cross the picket line. Ridiculous. So yeah, so I if I needed to get onto our studio lot, I would leave earlier than I normally did because I didn't want to deal with it. So they were getting there at six. I was pulling out of that studio lot by five thirty. I was starting work at two o'clock some days just to do whatever it is I needed to do on the studio and be gone before they showed up. Hmm. So it, it was getting ridiculous. 
<sighs> Hollywood. Yeah, but I mean, it's not only Hollywood. It's uh, you know, our buddy Ty Ty or Tyler. He was on strike for a little bit too. It seems like everybody's on strike. Um, right now, our city buses are on strike, and I think they've been on strike for a week or so. Maybe, maybe they started Tuesday. But uh, I mean, last I heard, um, um, United Auto Workers—they're still on strike. Yeah. La- last I heard, I don't know if that if that got settled or not, because I, I haven't been paying attention to anything. Yeah, but, I don't know. I don't pay attention to any of it anymore. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, it, I, I got out of a toxic work environment. I'm I'm happy where I'm at, and I'm I, I don't plan to go back. Um, benefits were great. If I was somebody else, if I was somewhere else and actually getting paid what I needed to be paid and how I was getting paid, um, that would have been great too. But I, I went a long time of not getting paid all of my overtime or getting paid everything that I worked. And it was whatever. Like the last time we did it, I was doing a force, re- um, I was doing a force regen on, on an international bet because I did a QLS. I didn't get paid for that. That's four hours out of my life that I didn't get paid for. That is because oh I didn't approve that, <laughs> so it was stuff like that. Um, sorry I had to cough. Uh, so let's talk about Big Sam and the his business and what you're doing there and all that good stuff. So where do you want to start? You want to start with uh, that shiny new truck I got? Yeah. Or you want to start uh, with uh, you share however you want to. Um, <laughs> you so, know. So, I mean, he was, I don't know if he was nice enough or dumb enough, but one or the other, I love Sam for it. He, uh, he bought me a badass 2022 or 2020, um, Silverado 6,500 with an IMT bed. So I'm, I'm in, I'm in a real service truck now. Not that, uh, not, not that hokey pokey bullshit that I was in with that Ram on the last one. Um, that was, was, I was going to say, now, what do you mean by a real service truck? Cause it has a crane. It's just set up like a real service truck. It's got the crane. It's got the drawers exactly where they're supposed to be. It's not set down low like my Ram was, because because you or I have that big ass six foot overhang like my Ram did. I drug on everything. I drug every single morning drag uh, coming out of the driveway, and my wife knew when I was going to work because it would every morning just <laughs> straight out the driveway. <laughs> And the more weight, the worse it was. <laughs> but no, I mean, I am truly thankful for Sam for you know giving me a job and and taking care of me the way he's taken care of me for the past month and and, and buy me that 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 pretty service truck. <laughs> so what all what what kind of stuff are you working on? So I am working on pretty much everything. He's got a lot of different customers, a lot of different stuff. Um, it's never anything. S- it's never the same thing every day. It's like he's got one customer who's nothing but trailers. He's got another customer who we redid a uh, we did I uh, me and his dad completely rebuilt the baffles in a water truck. Um, that was a couple weeks ago. Um, he, he's got Cal Fire and U.S. Forestry fire trucks that we work on. He has. Um, he has tech leasing, which are nothing but Volvos and he knows he, he's got Red Bull. He's got, he's got a bunch of stuff that I don't even know about because I haven't been out to them yet. Um, so it, it's never the same thing every single day. And that, that's what I like about it. So <laughs> I, I just asked because I know you were working on that backhoe that one day and you sent me a Snapchat, like, <laughs> I'm doing this, blah, 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 but I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> Hell yeah, I didn't know what the fuck I was doing. But in all fairness, um, he said he would have turned down that job anyway if he knew exactly what it was because just just the amount of stuff that was wrong with it, it's not something that he would want me to take on with in the steak bed that I was in for a couple weeks. But it was uh, they called and they said, oh, it's a Volvo truck. It's a Volvo truck that's a, that has a problem, and we I go out there, and it's a Volvo backhoe, so completely different thing. And so right away, I called him. I said, "Hey, I got no clue what the hell I'm looking at." He's like, "Okay, send me some pictures, send me some serial numbers." And I actually uh, ended up texting our boy Josh Davy, and you know, sending him exactly everything that was leaking. 
and saying, hey, what is this called? What is this called? What is this called? And Josh was real cool. And he said, okay, this is what this is called. This is what this is called. And this is what this is called. Because I'm not a heavy equipment guy. I, I, I'm a heavy truck guy. Um, but in the end, nuts and bolts are nuts and bolts. I'll take whatever apart. Doesn't mean that it's necessarily going to go back together. If he was a real friend, I would have told you like a, a completely wrong name. Like this is a thermal fuckle evacuator. <laughs> You're going to have to reseal that twice. Uh, well, that's the that, that's the difference between you and Josh. You're a you're a dickhead, <laughs> and that's why I didn't ask you, <laughs> fucker. <laughs> that's awesome. So because I knew I was going to get those kind of answers from you. <laughs> I would help a brother out, man. I help people I out, but I would fuck with you a little bit. I, I, I know you'd you'd be telling me to go to the dealer and ask what's a di- uh, for the dick for. Yeah. Or, uh, or a seven a f- or a seven ten cap, a, flo- a fallopian tube. <laughs> yes. Well, that's cool, man. I'm, I'm happy you landed that. Was he actually needing help, or was did he kind of just make this <sighs> exception? It was one of those things where it's like you know I've ran I've ran a couple things for him before because he I don't know exactly what kind of contract he has but he goes up to fire camps and he's gone for a while um like i haven't seen him the entire time that i've worked for him um because he's he's not home he's out and about right now um so i've ran i've ran calls i've looked at stuff for him before in the past and um you know always jokingly it's always been oh yeah you know if you get me a truck i'll come work for you and then it just finally aligned where i was ready to leave um, my job and he was just ready to expand. And I, I, every day I, it's like, you know, thank you for busting your ass. I appreciate everything you do. And I can't tell you how good that feels coming from your boss. Yeah. He's my friend, but he's also my boss and he knows what it is that we do because he's out there doing the same exact thing that I'm doing. So I mean, it, it just feels good being appreciated or not only being appreciated, but going out there and making somebody else money who I actually know and who knows me versus I'm just a number on a spreadsheet and I cost the company this much money. That that It's one of those things. Hmm. So let's talk about the all-dreaded tools. Um <laughs> do you think you're gonna have to buy more tools or you think you're pretty much set for what you gotta do since you're switching basically what you're working on? I think I'm gonna have to end up probably ordering, you know, a couple special sockets from my snap on guy or my Mac guy or whatever. But I have a lot of I have a lot of tools. I did inventory when I was in the last company and I think my I think it came out to like a hundred and fifteen, hundred and twenty thousand, something like that. And that, that's a pretty big ass number considering what I only worked on four or five different trucks. Um, but I've also been doing this since I was 18, 19 years old and I've sold a lot of stuff. Cause when I left Ford, it's like, Oh, I'm never going to work on Ford six O's again. Um, and then sure as hell, 2013, 2014, when we still had the six O's in the fleet, I had to rebuy all those tools. So I kept on to, I, 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 I held on to all those tools because they're still rolling around in the internationals and stuff like that. But as far as like all the three quarter stuff, one inch gun stuff like that, I have a lot of that stuff. Um, and if it's like something super special, he's already told me, you know, just, just send me a link to it and I'll get it ordered for you. So uh, that was e- awesome. with the beep beep. Yeah. Sorry. I farted. <laughs> 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 I don't. I don't remember if we addressed it on this one or not, but uh, the football game in the background. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeez. Oh, I, I think we addressed it in the previous five attempts. <laughs> <laughs> I just. Uh, yeah. I just purchased another sound, like a, a mobile soundboard and stuff. So when I actually do travel and stuff. Is that the one you put on the back of the bike the other day? I don't remember if I saw it on Instagram or Snapchat, Snapchat one or the other. Snapchat, but yeah. no, I no, I literally took my big soundboard and I'm like, this ain't gonna work out. So I purchased a, a smaller soundboard and some other stuff, and I'm gonna do a l- little bit more local traveling to interview people. 
Nice. Hopefully. But I, I'm, I'm still well, hopefully it worked out. I'm still waiting for all my boys in Southern California to come out here and hang out like Josh did and <laughs> do an episode. Yeah, that that'd be nice, Mike. I'm I'm still waiting for you to announce the details of uh of uh the Certified Wrench World Tour or not World Tour uh Expo, whatever the hell it is, you and. Oh, old uh, magic finger! Old magic fingers. We're talking about the other day. Magic fingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm I'm thinking we're gonna call it the uh, podcast hoot nanny. I like that one. I don't know what we're gonna call it, but I'm I've been working on it. Trust me, man. I already might have a sponsor lined up, so um, I don't want to give out too much details yet. You know, before we do anything but yeah i got a lot of people that are wanting to be involved and i think we can make something cool out of it and a big basically a big meetup food trucks maybe some vendors some other shit we'll see that'd be awesome that'd be awesome and uh if people decide to bring their service trucks i'll sign it i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) so i I don't really know what all you want to discuss you know we kind of covered the hollywood stuff where you used to work and your new gig and a little bit of tools, i mean but. There, there there's a lot more stuff that i don't know how much i want to get into but fuck it i'm not planning to go back anytime soon so <laughs> unfortunately some some of some of the people that i had working for me in the shop were uh relatives of the boss man so i would complain about something and nothing would get done because it was like, hey, you know, this is happening. This, this guy's coming to work shit face in the morning, hungover from last night, and nothing was happening because it was his nephew. And then the other kid, it was like, hey, you know, he's not doing anything, and nothing was happening because it was another family member. And, and, you know, but that's what happens in Hollywood. Everybody is related to everybody who's related to everybody. That's how you get in. Um, but, you know, the difference between me and other people is I worked my ass off. I proved that I belonged there. I proved that, you know, I wasn't just handed this opportunity and I'm just going to shit all over it. I, I worked my ass off six, seven days a week, 14 hours a day, and never exactly fully got paid for all of that time. Um, you know, and then he tells me... um before I gave him my notice, he's like, oh, you know, you're going to take over this part, this this department when I retire and this and that and blah, 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 blah. And um, can you do on the fly editing? Like if I tell you a certain number, you can just bleep it out. Uh, yeah. Well, not on the fly, but when you go back, when you go back to uh, edit it, uh, you can just bleep it out. Sure. OK, so he told me he's like, you know, I get five thousand dollar a year bonuses i get thousand dollar a year bonus because of how much money we bring in so bleep out those two numbers um yeah and it made me feel like shit because here i am working 12 hours a day and maybe i get paid that 12 hours maybe i get paid eight hours and and it got to the point where it was you know making me feel like shit it's like why am i killing myself to continue to bring this department revenue and make sure every single one of these trucks is out there working a hundred percent to efficiency with no problems being a hundred percent reliable being, you know, a hundred percent, no problems, you know, being able to pass a DOT inspection on the side of a road and not have these guys out of work because from my understanding, if a truck goes down and it costs the production a minute of film time or two minutes of film time, it, it comes out to being like $10,000 a minute if they're out on location and something shuts down. Um, so let, so me, l- let me ask you a question. Let's go back a, uh, a little bit. Uh, you said yes. you're working maybe sometimes 12 hour days, but only getting paid eight. Is that because the boss declined your time? Yes. Oh, man, yeah, it, that's it, quite illegal. It, it, it would just be one of those things where it's like if I caught him on a good mood or if I caught him in a bad mood. Just depends on the day. It would be like, oh no, I didn't approve that. It's like there was one time that um, the award-winning hit TV show SWAT. They were working Tuesday through Saturday, 
and they were out in they're out in Gillibrand Branch, which is uh, about 35, 40 miles from here. And they were pulling out of there at 7 30, 8 o'clock on a Saturday night. And the captain calls me. He's like, hey, one of the trucks is in on the side of the road in power down mode. Can is there anything we can do? And my dumbass, oh, I'll go out. I haven't started drinking yet. No problem. I'll go out. Um, because I am cheaper than a rotator or a, a, a wrecker to pull a tractor and a 48 foot container, 80,000 pounds back up to Santa Clarita. And I went out, got it out of D rate, followed him all the way back up to the studio just in case, and then came home. So I was gone. I was out for three hours. And then I told him, it's like, Hey, I went out for three hours on Saturday night. I had an emergency service call out on the side of the road at here, here, and here. This is what it was. This is what it did. Oh, well, I didn't approve that. You can't get paid. And same thing with the last time you and I did an episode. I, I went out, I did a QLS, I force regened it. I told them, I said, hey, I was out for four hours on this day um, to make sure that because it was loaded, they needed to roll out on Monday. So, and we didn't have another truck like it. Um, they needed to pull out at three o'clock on Monday morning. It's ready to go. Well, I didn't approve that overtime. You can't get paid for it. And, and you know, like a battered wife, I would just keep going back to it and say, oh, it's okay. It's not going to happen again. And just next time it happened, it, oh, it's not going to happen again. Do you mind if I turn this episode into the labor board for you? Uh, <laughs> I, I won't do it. I'm just kidding. Well, but. Funny you say that. Funny you say that. One of my brothers is a lawyer and he knows everything and he, uh, he, he's, don't say too he much. Just, just, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he also says there's a statute of limitations and stuff like that. Yeah, but um, yeah, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. That's that's highly yeah. illegal. What you just told me, a lot of it. Um, yeah, I, I would slap the shit out of that yeah. dude. <laughs> but but also it was like, oh, you're rolling around in that in that pretty service truck and you're putting fuel on it and and this and that. It's like, okay, that's two hundred fifty dollars of fuel that I put in a week. That's Okay, I'll give you I'll give you five six hours for free, whatever, because you're letting me drive the truck home every day when I don't technically have to drive the truck home every day. But after that, it's like I want to get paid. I want to get. I, I want to be compensated fairly. So, like like I said, it was it was a long time coming, and and it wasn't fully. But but he did try to make up for it in certain ways, like uh, essentially that Snapchat of those red two wheeled things that I have in my garage that I got for free. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I got three of those all badass. So, but it's like stuff like that. But then, you know, you tell me that I can't pick up my kid on the way home from art class because I pass by art class and it's five minutes before she gets out. I, I want to sit in the truck in the truck in that parking lot and just wait for her to get out and pick her up. So my wife doesn't have to go all the way back across town. You tell me I can't do that. Then you tell me I can't, you know, when, when I went to the truck show back in March or April, whatever um, trucking for kids was, oh, you got to cover up your, your, your logo. I don't want to see your, any pictures with your logo. Um, and then it was the same thing with Instagram. It was I'd post a picture of my truck. Somebody would report it. I, I don't, I still, to this day, I still don't know who it was that, who was reporting my truck on Instagram to him. But he's like, oh, just I, I don't want to see your truck on Instagram or on any kind of social media. It's like, eh. so well, like it, it was a long time coming. Well, you better post a shit ton of pics now since you don't work there anymore. Well, I definitely will. But I mean, unfortunately, I'm not going to be able to play with the Ghostbusters car anymore or the Talladega Knights car or any of that stuff or go out and see boobies on the side of the road because I'm around the Ghostbusters car. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, yeah, might, they but, might go, oh my God, you have a real service truck now. Let me show you our boobs. Hey, hey, hey. I got a 6,500. That, that's all I know. It's a 65. <laughs> the entire way back from Utah. I thought, oh, this is this ride's real nice for a 5,500. And then the following morning, I'm walking around. I'm like, wait a second. That's a six, not a five. <laughs> so my dumbass thought I was driving a, a fifty five hundred the entire day. <laughs> oh, I I guess I should uh, do this now. You know, we it reminded me because we we kept seeing your your different states on your Snapchat or Instagram, whatever. Oh it was. yeah. And oh my, yeah, yeah, yeah. My wife's like, 
what the hell is he doing? You know, and I'm like, hopefully coming to Texas. And uh, she, no, wanted, she, so... wanted, she wanted to give your wife a, a shout out because for the, the stuff that you guys picked out and got us. And uh, it was quite wow. amazing. She loves all of it. But she was like, of oh, course. that's why he didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> You're very welcome. Um, so we have two girls. Um, so she never got a chance to buy baby boy clothes so i told her i said uh cole and kate are having a baby so go or a a boy so go ahead and you know go crazy so i had that stuff sitting in my in my truck for a month and a half or whatever and i finally got a chance to get around to it that's why the card from uh that emma drew said baby certified wrench and not his name because (laughs) we didn't know the name at the time Oh so, yeah, that's why it's a baby certified wrench. Yeah. Well, we do appreciate it. We uh You're very welcome. And I told I told your wife, I said, don't be surprised if for like the next, I don't know, three years or whatever until babies are not cute anymore. <laughs> um <laughs> uh if you just get random packages from us because my wife goes in and looks at it and like, oh my god, this is so cute. So <laughs> you'll you'll probably get a whole bunch more packages here and there. <laughs> Because it's like it, it, it's that it's that damn Car- Carter's baby store. It's like you walk in and this shirt's a dollar, that shirt is three dollars, whatever. Both of my kids have outgrown that finally. <laughs> um, so she's just always thinks baby clothes are cute. <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what's not cute: sleepless nights. You get shit on yet or not yet? Uh, I've been peed on. I went to check a diaper twice. And stuck my finger right in the goop. Um, nice. Haven't been spit up on yet, but uh, yeah, I've definitely been peed on a bunch of times already. He most, hit- most importantly, oh. have you dropped him yet? <laughs> of course not. <laughs> <laughs> not that you're willing to admit to. That's jacked up. No. So, no. so luckily, both of my kids, I never dropped. Uh, but my wife, on the other hand, dropped uh, dropped Emma off of the changing table. <laughs> once and to this day nine years later i still hold i still give her shit for like hey i haven't dropped a kid (laughs) oh my god no i i give my wife shit still because uh she said she was getting out of her car one day and forgot how big her tummy was and she hit the hit her belly with the car door (laughs) and i still give her shit i'm like that's probably why he has that dent in his head you know and to mess with her uh, yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's the whole point of being married. You can't you can't pick on somebody, or uh, you can't not pick on your wife. That that's that's the way I see. It. I give my wife shit for pretty much everything. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We talk shit to each other a yep. lot, man. She's fun. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And now and now Emma, my nine year old, she's getting into it. So and she's fast. She doesn't even think about it. And by the time I'm done saying something. She's already got one loaded and ready to fire and right back out at me. It's like, oh my God, you are truly my kid. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, have yeah. A t- I have a teenager, so I, I've been dealing with it for a few years now. Oh. Se- secondly, are, are you a ginger? Because I, I noticed that kid's a little rusty up top. Are, uh, you, are you the ginger? Or the I'm, ginger? A, I'm assuming it's me because all three of my kids have red hair. Yeah. Well, I can't tell with that uh, beautiful haircut you got. Yeah, that haircut. <laughs> That's the reason why all of, you know all that hair's gone is because I keep having kids. <laughs> but I always say that I lost my hair because of my salty baby mama. But now I have two baby mamas, so can't say that no more. <laughs> no, nah, because you post pictures of him, and I notice he's rusty, and I've been meaning to ask you. Yeah, well, reminded so, me. I guess the this is going to become from certified wrench to uh, certified baby talk. Uh, I mean, you want you want to talk about placentas and <laughs> fallopian tubes and whatever whatever else? Wait, let's get Joe on the phone. He, I'm sure he knows too. <laughs> <laughs> certified placenta. That shit was hilarious. Yep. <laughs> well, man, I honestly don't know what else to talk about. Uh, like I said before, I, I didn't prepare really for this episode and, uh, you know, I put that thing out on Instagram and, uh, trying to get somebody to come on and you were one of the first ones I contacted and I really, I was, I was about to say, 
I was about to say, bitch, don't lie. You text me directly I did. and ask me, hey, baby girl. Hey, baby girl, what uh, what you doing today? <laughs> or something along the lines of that. Like, I, ooh, he's I, coming I to see me. I feel like I sent you a, a, something that's frowned upon, and I called you it. Yeah, um, you, you, used a, you used a yesterday word, and I also used a yesterday word. <laughs> um, and I, I really wanted to get you on here. You know, we've been talking about it for how many months now, almost? Um, or weeks? I mean... All my Snapchat friends were the first ones to know that I was yeah. had plans of going. It was you and Albert. I'm still waiting for that episode. I saw my fucker. He, dude. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I really wanted to get you on and talk about this. You know, I thought it was going to be really juicy and you left on bad terms, almost got in a fight or something. You know, it wasn't that bad, though. <laughs> well, there was a couple times where I almost got in a physical altercation with uh, one of the nephews, but it was to the point where I would just calm down and say, I need a job. I have two kids and a mortgage and a car payment and a wife, and I need this job. And I would just walk away. I would be the bigger man. But it's like, you can't come to fucking work every day, shit face from the night before, and expect me to be okay with that. Yeah. To the point where I had to do everything. I was parts, I was service, I was field mechanic, I was welder i was fabricator i was everything so yeah so and then there was oh go ahead sorry i was gonna say and then there was even more problems where it was like oh you know you can't have a flag on your truck you can't have that sticker on your toolbox it's like that's my toolbox that is not a company-owned toolbox right there i bought that i put that in there i should be able to put whatever sticker i want on the inside of my truck i i may or may have not you know, Trump 2020, Trump 2024, whatever. A um, couple impeach Biden ones on there. And, you know, that went over real well considering fucking Hollywood is owned by the liberals, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we don't do we do not do political talk on this one. Well, you know, <clears throat> we might have to just slowly start getting into politics eventually, but not yet. <laughs> Jesus, and don't get me started with a fucking spicy cough. <laughs> when all of that was still happening, it was, well, don't you know, get started then. Oh, well, I'm getting started. You got me going. <laughs> you got the fucking ball rolling. Um, it was, Oh, we need you guys to get vaccinated. We need you to do this. We need you to do that. We need you to get tested three times a week. We need you to get tested once a week. We need you now to sector and do this and do that. You need to have a mask on when you're outside by yourself. It's like by yourself, leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I am literally outside with no one around me. What's Le- a, leave me alone. Hold on. I am signing into something because I'm doing some Instagram creeping. Um, so I don't, I don't want you to throw yourself under the bus or anything with Sam or his company or, oh, of course. uh, you know, do you, I know you've only been there for what, how long a month? month uh, about months? a month. Um, yeah. so September 11th was my first day. Okay. And, and yeah. Um, so I guess it's too early to ask like what maybe your plan would be if you, if you think you're going to stay there for a while or if this is just temporary or what do you think is going to happen? Okay. I always go into a job thinking this is my forever home. Uh, I was with the last company for nine years and I honestly didn't think I would ever leave there, but you know, shit just keeps going. Yeah. Um, going and going, but you know, set, like I said, Sam, I've known Sam for a long time and he's a good guy. He's a great guy. I get along with him. I get along with his mom, who's the accountant. I get along with his dad, who's truck number two. Um, you know, when, when I had him agree to a couple things before I went to work there and he said, yeah, no problem that that's all doable. That's all fine. I don't see why that wouldn't work. So I'm not planning to leave him anytime soon. I'm not planning to leave him at all unless he kicks me out and says, Hey, it's time for you to go out on your own, leave the nest. If he were to do something like that. But honestly, I think that's the only other logical step is for me to, or the only, you know, the next, the next chapter of my life would be do this by myself, which I I don't, I I don't have any plan to, to do that anytime soon. I was just so. When when are we gonna get Sam on here? Well, he's got to come home first. Yeah, true. 
Yeah. No, but Sam, Sam and his dad, they got, they got a hell of a story. I mean, they, I mean, the running joke with us was you want to buy a mountain? I'm going to help you buy a fucking mountain. Cause literally his backyard is a mountain and he wanted to buy it, but I think somebody beat him to it. So now he's looking at the property next door. Um, so, but, but he, I told him, he, he knows, he knows how I work. He knows how loyal I am. And, and, and I'm like, I said, I'm tired of making the big corporation money. I'm, I'm here to work for the little guy and help, make the little guy's dreams come true because I know that'll trickle down and affect me in a positive way. Yeah. So, so yeah. Well, I mean, it could turn out to be a fucking really good thing to where you're there for a long time. Yeah. I mean, for the past month, it's already been great. I've, I, I'm not tired all the time. And honestly, I think that tiredness was depression and not, you know, I'm working too hard because for the past since May, I haven't, I haven't busted my ass. I haven't worked hard. It's like, uh, I got to spread this. I got to spread these five trucks out for the entire week. Okay. That's a lot of TikTok I'm going to be watching or, <laughs> you know, a lot of napping underneath a truck. Yeah. So it, it was just a lot of bullshit. And it got to the point where I was coming home because something happened at work. And I was unfortunately being real short with my kids, which is the last thing I want or being real, dickish to my wife which is the last thing she needs my wife is great my kids are great they don't deserve it but they've seen a complete and total attitude change just in the past month because i i am happy i am doing what i'm what i want to be doing and like i said i'm working on something different every single day of the week and it's not the same five trucks with the same three problems <laughs> yeah I, I was i was getting bored it was getting complacent where it was, I, I would know exactly what the problem was before I went out there. Yeah. And now I actually got to think and use all my tools and, you know, actually go back to being a mechanic instead of just a parts changer. Like, uh, it's a QLS. I'll be out there in an hour to replace it and do a regen. Yeah. That, that, that sucks when you like, it's the same old thing over and over. Yeah. So. But I'm, I mean, I'm sure you probably have the same problem because you're a fleet guy and not, an independent guy where you have how many different machines do you guys have? Well, we've got multiple different models, but we have multiple uh, counts of them. Like let's say if we have a 470G excavator, we've got 12 or 13 of them. You know what I mean? Okay. So, but yeah, we're, we're definitely seeing a lot of the same things over and over, but yeah, you know, we've got water trucks and backhoes, loaders, Two different, yeah. I mean, like two, three different size excavators, you know. So yeah, I mean, like my stake, my stake beds. They were I had 15, 2013 F550 gas engines. As soon as it started clicking or going the tick tick tick, I knew exactly what the problem was. Okay, let's schedule it down for two days. Let's get let me get uh all the rollers and the right camshaft coming. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I had I had Freightliner M2s with the L9s and the ISCs, and soon as the check engine light went on, and they said the turbo brake or the uh, exhaust brake was on all the time, I knew that was a turbo actuator. Um, I had F650s with the uh, ISB 67s in them, and those really didn't give me any problems. Um, but then the F International 4300s and the International MVs with the ISB 67s. Those would eat the intake heaters for the fuel and all that stuff. So it's like it, if they would just tell me a brief description of what it was, I would know exactly what the problem was versus now where it's, hey, I got a check engine light. Driver says this. Driver says that. No problem. I'll go out and I'll actually have to think about it and look and and you know put this fucking education to use and all this experience that I have, put it to you or uh, you know test it and see what it is that I can find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Uh, that's one thing that actually keeps me from going out on my own is not knowing certain things on certain machines and this and that and afraid so, of getting my ass kicked. Yes. So I haven't done anything crazy yet because this is this has been my first week in the truck. with, And I still don't have all my tools. I still don't have all my parts. I've been slowly rolling into there and organizing and trying to figure out exactly where it is that everything's going. But it's it's he's been giving me light stuff. It's been oil changes, bid inspections. I think the heaviest job I did was 
drive out to Taft, which is our, almost two and a half hours from here, do an EGR valve and clean the carbon off of an intake heater. Mm-hmm. Well, it started off as a as a check engine light with no power with D-ray on a on a nine liter Cummins in a water truck. And that was like the biggest job I had. And then his dad got back. And then the biggest job I had with his dad was redo the baffles on the inside of a water truck, which is something I've never done before. So it, it's like, it's something different, com- completely different every day. Um, all the bit inspections that I've been doing lately, have been on full on a Volvo tractors. And before this, I've never, I never touched a Volvo because that's not something that, um, motion picture industry has. They have Peterbilts or Freightliners. There's a couple Macs here and there, but Volvo isn't one of the big key players. A Volvo or a Volva? Uh, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, I mean, I think you have to have Volva to drive Volvo, but yeah. <laughs> that, well, that's yeah. good. That's, that, good. That's, a lady, that's a lady truck for sure. <laughs> but hey, I mean, I've always been under the uh, the impression I don't particularly care what it says on the side of the door. As long as they're going to pay, I, I don't care what it is. Yep, I agree with that, sir. I agree. Yep. Yep. Well, what do you say we wrap this thing up? Well, that works Unless for me. It's dinner time. Something Almost else, dinner time. Something else you want to talk about? Um, I ain't got much to talk about. This was kind of a last minute thing, so. <laughs> um. No, I don't think I. Oh, yeah, I got a question. Now that I'm in a big truck, okay. Um, what? Where do you put all your inverters? Or not your inverters? All your chargers. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, when I had my big old Kenworth, when I worked at the deer dealer, I I put all my because at the time I was running just all Mac stuff, so I put yeah. everything on this one piece of board, and then like bolted it all down and then I had a microwave in my truck so that was bolted down to a board so everything was put together so it was all plugged into the same inverter okay and it was in a cabinet but unfortunately I don't have that much room anymore so I just have a little cigarette lighter um, inverter and it's velcro to the floor and then my flash yeah I've, I've seen that in Snapchats. Yeah, and then my flashlights are on a board and some other stuff and that's velcroed to the floor. Usually okay. usually if I'm having to charge like my M18 stuff, I have to plug it into my welder and charge it for okay. a little bit. But the freaking Milwaukee stuff charges so fast, you know, it's no big deal. Dude. The Milwaukee stuff is great, and I love that it's the double charger. It's the yes. M18 and the M12, so it doesn't take. I don't have to have two chargers. I can just put, you know, one pack on, then the other pack on, and not think about it. You know, set it and forget it. It's it's one of those things. Um, it's it's great. Yeah. I love the Milwaukee stuff. Yeah, unfortunately, all my stuff's you know just wrapped up until I need it, and then I pull it all out and charge my stuff, wrap it back up, and put it away. And I hate that, yeah. but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, th- that was definitely a, a big change going from such a big ass truck to my little F five fifty, and you know, trying to fit stuff in certain places, figuring out what I didn't need on the truck and could put in my garage, and so on and so forth. That's yeah. As soon as he gets back, that's one conversation we have to have. It's like what, what can I put away? What do I need to keep? You know stuff like this stuff like that what parts do i need to carry because on top of doing all the scheduled stuff we also do roadside yeah um luckily i haven't had to go side of the freeway yet because i have not set up but his dad says oh yeah you know i was out here i was out there i was doing this on the side of the road like holy shit old man (laughs) slow down a little bit (laughs) um but you know it's like one of those it's like it's like what what parts do i need to carry what 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 tools do I fully need to carry? What can I put away and just wait if we get this kind of call or schedule it for the following day? You know, stuff like that is it's it's all going to be a learning curve for me because, like I told you, it's one of those things where it's been the same five trucks for the past nine years, mm-hmm. where it, they all have the same problems. You'll get it, man. You'll get it figured out to where you're like, oh, okay, oh, yeah. I, I've got this, no big deal. Yeah, I mean. 
And as goofy as my last truck was, I loved those big 48-inch double cabinets behind the wheels because I had all my chargers there. I had all my parts there. I had a big extra toolbox there that um, that had all like my pliers and screwdrivers and just big sockets that I didn't use on an everyday basis with stuff like that. Now it's like trying to find all that space in the new truck. It's It's definitely... Just thinking about oh because and also I got the crane cabinet now, so it's it's like one of those things with the air reel. So it's like one of those things where it's okay. What am I losing and sacrificing on the right side that I'm going to now put in the bed? It's like one of those things. So it, it's it's just a it's just one of those dances that you got to do. At least you got a crane cabinet. <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> that's I, the uh, one. That's the one thing I hate about the maintainers that you just have the crane pedestal. Yeah. Um, Back in yeah. the day when I had the crane cabinet, that was my, like, I put my straps and stuff in that cabinet. Since So that's what I have in there also right now because it's just kind of a, it's it's the air reel, the outrigger Controls. joysticks. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the shelf. And that's pretty much all I, where I have all my lifting equipment right now. Hmm. But I also have those three big-ass weather guard boxes on the top of the boxes and then one big job box in the bed that I've got loaded with parts and I still got to find out what I'm going to put underneath the crane in the, in the weather guard box. So as soon as he gets back and he can focus on, you know, I've been just kind of leaving him alone just cause he's not home. Word but, up. Oh, before I get off, I mean, you're working on basically all types of machines. Are you going to have access to like caddy T and service advisor and all that good stuff or no? <sighs> I honestly don't know. I don't know what he has planned. I told him that I pretty much only had Cummins Insight mm-hmm. um, and that I had dealer level Insight and I was real proficient with it, but I always made sure to buy something with the Cummins in it. And 95% of the studio trucks out there right now are Cummins powered, so I was able to, co- to talk to everything for the most part. Hmm. Um, so... I told him, and he said, okay, let me see what I can do. Let me work on that. But luckily, I haven't had a check engine light or any problems that haven't been a Cummins um, that I needed ins- or anything other than Insight for. But like, I think he has, I want to say he's got the diesel laptops or the Texa, one or the other, that he loves. Um, and I think he wanted me to actually look at it and play with it first before we go to the next step and figure out what it is that we're getting me. Giggity. <laughs> But oh, and that's the that's the other lovely or the other beautiful thing about working with him. It's like I tell him I need something, okay, no problem. Versus I told the last company, hey, you know what? I need this. I need this. I need this. And it was oh, um, no, I don't think I don't think we need that. It's like <laughs> you're going to tell me how to do my job, and I'm telling you I need a special tool or I need this or I need that, and you're going to tell me no, I don't need it. Yeah. You have no clue what the hell it is that I'm doing. Versus Sam, I tell him I need something, and he understands exactly why I need it. So, yeah, uh, it's a win-win situation for me. Yeah, no, that's, that's cool, man. I'm I'm glad it's working out for you, and hopefully, uh, yeah, you know, it's a it's a long time type of thing, or you know, even if it's not, hopefully everything ends on good terms type shit. You know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. So, because last thing I want to do is piss him off or disappoint him or fuck him or do anything like that. Well, yeah, don't fuck him. <laughs> no, I, I, I save that for you. I save that for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, buddy, yeah. we're uh, just about an hour. Uh, it's dinner time for me. I'm sure it's getting close for me you. Too. Or me too. For Saturdays, we go out, we uh, paint the town red and we're home by seven. Hell yeah. That's the way to do Hell it. Hell yeah. I don't know. Living that dad life. I don't know if there's going to be a sausage Sunday any for quite a while, I should say. Um, but everybody's getting an episode, so deal with it. <laughs> oh, we never addressed the reason we call it sausage Sunday or what the whole, what well, my whole thing was behind it. Well, it's like, you know, I don't have, go you on. know, I'll, I'm sure like everybody else, all my friends that 
I talk to on a daily basis or regular basis, they all live on the internet. <laughs> all my friends are on Instagram and Snapchat. So it's like one of those things where it's like, you know, the, the idea was let's, let's have a place where we can all come on Sunday and just hang out, shoot the shit, see how everybody's doing. Mm-hmm. One of those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is what I like about the live. Cause you know, there's a whole bunch of guys in there that I've never met in person who are my best friend, not, not my best friends, but they're guys who we send memes to each other. We talk on a daily basis, you know, stuff like that. Yep. But yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure you got you have a lot of that too. Yeah, I, I, it's great, man. We've built such a an awesome community, you know. And I gotta give it to you. You are basically the brains behind the sausage Sundays, and uh, you barely have anything to do with it. Right. <laughs> my wife is showing me my kids, fucking. <laughs> so my kid is going to be Harry Styles for for Halloween, and she has hand. Hand gloat, glued every single one of those rhinestones onto that fucking vest. Harry Styles or Elton John? I'm just kidding. Uh, what's the difference? <laughs> He's just a young Elton John. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But yeah, I mean, uh, I'm, we might get back in the sausage Sundays, but it's just too much of a pain in the ass right now. So. Well, yeah, you got the new kid and everything, and you got to. Uh, Remember what it's like to have a newborn and all that shit. Yeah, I don't even want to do the damn podcast anymore right now, but we're doing it. We're getting there. Hey, how else are you going to continue to be internationally award-winning and whatever else <laughs> other bullshit lies we want to tell everybody? <laughs> do you like that shit or what? Hell yeah. <laughs> I got to figure Potentially out. Potentially award-winning. Yeah, I got to figure out what else I'm going to come up with for that. But I mean, you are technically international. You got the Canadians and the Australians for sure. Australians, English, uh, Irish, oh, yeah, what yeah. else? I've got all kinds of folks. Yeah. Brazil. But Yeah. Anyway, dude, let's uh, close this thing out. I keep saying that, and then we just keep bantering back and forth more. Um, I, That's because uh, you love me. I do. You're, you've become <laughs> one of my really good friends. I've never even met you in person. Yeah, it's all right. Um, one day. One day. One day. Uh, what was I going to say? Where can people find you, Mr. Castro? Uh, I think the Instagram is still mcastro51. Uh, definitely going to try to start posting more of what I do every day and stuff like that soon as... But a lot of the times I'm going out to the middle of nowhere where I don't have service, so it's like I get home and I forget to post it. <laughs> Which is one of the... It's one of the most... But it's one of my favorite parts. It's like just the scenery and everything else that I see now. Because I got out of the city and now I'm going out to fields and mountains. And it's just where this job has taken me in the past month has been incredible. Hell yeah, dude. I'm I'm happy for you, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yes, sir. So let's, uh, let's, let's close it out. I'll let everybody know where they can find me and shit later. And we're going to... Uh, you- you don't want to spit that off the top of your head? No, I hate doing that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, bub. We'll uh we'll catch you All on right. the next one, huh? Perfect. I'll talk to you later. Thanks, man. Well, there's another episode. Calm down, Colton. Don't sound so excited. I'm just kidding. Like I said, burned out boy. If you guys need to get a hold of me, please shoot me an email, certified wrench podcast at gmail.com. Do not Send a message via Facebook, especially my personal Facebook or my personal Instagram, because I probably will not get it. I just found a message on my personal Facebook from over a year ago from a listener. I do apologize for not getting back to you, but uh, there's a certified wrench podcast gmail.com email for a reason. Uh, if you guys are interested in being on the show, you know the deal. Go to the website down at the bottom is a contact form. Uh, that'll get you in line. You might not get a questionnaire right away, but it'll get to you. With that being said, make sure you uh, hit up all the social media pages. Give me a follow, share, whatever you want to do. Much appreciated. Uh, I like to grow this Instagram as much as possible. Same with uh, whatever streaming platform you're listening to the podcast on. If you guys can give me a five star, if you're feeling generous, um, 
trying to get this thing to grow on you know all these streaming platforms doing really well and i appreciate all the comments and stuff you guys uh merch lines out there uh anything helps i'm not even gonna talk about donations because at this point i feel like i'm begging for money even though i'm not you know um but yeah like i said before anything helps well i'm gonna head out of here i will have another episode for y'all next week i already got somebody lined up um i think that's it i'm out of here guys we'll see you